0: On the Shabbos, our topic to discuss now, Bezer Hashem, is to discuss a little about Kiddushah and the essence of Shabbos Koydish. Chazal tell us that. There is a secret in Shabbos Kodesh. L'odas ki'ani shem ha chem. Chazal tell us, Akodesh Baruch told me she Matona toivo yeshli Vibes gnozai. I have a wonderful present in my treasure houses. Vishabos Shmoy. There was a special message to the Jewish people that HaKadosh Baruch has a hidden treasure called Shabbos Kodesh. And Chazal tell us that there is a halacha. Matone If someone gives a present to his friend it's a halacha. if he go to a wedding and if you want to be modest and you send a, a beautiful present and you don't want to put your name in that in Chosen Kal, enjoy it. They have to know it came from me. It's a not to do so. And here also HaKadosh Baruch told Moshe Rabbeinu tell the Jewish people that I'm giving them a present Shabbos Kodesh. And the Gemara asks But since in the end it will become known when the Jewish people get the Torah, they will know they have Shabbos. Why was there a special special message to tell the Jewish people of the presence of Shabbos? And the Gemara says, That there is something very special in Shabbos. There is a special secret of Shabbos. There is something hidden in Shabbos. That we got a speci- special message from our Baruch Hu. das us know and realize that you have the presence of Shabbos Kodesh. We see today in our lives that really Shabbos is something hidden. You see in the Jewish people, especially the Beni when it comes to a yontif. It comes to a Pesach, a little Seder, the excitement. I don't think you'll find little Seder, after davening, little pe- groups of people sitting around talking politics, talking narishkeit. Everyone runs home. It's a great, it's an excitement. The Le'el HaSeder. When you come to a Shavuos, you walk into a Yeshiva on Shavuos night, you see the excitement, it's, it's roaring like, 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 like the, Waves of the sea, when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, for some reason, Shabbos Kodesh, where Shabbos Kodesh is the greatest and the deepest and the holiest of all times that were created. And maybe we can even say that there is no mitzvah in the Torah. Of course everyone is shamer Shabbos. But to appreciate Shabbos, to utilize the Shabbos, maybe there is no mitzvah in the Torah that is so little utilized as Shabbos Kodesh. The excitement that Ayyid has when he takes the Esrach, the Lulav. And Shabbos Kodesh for some reason doesn't excite us. We don't know how to utilize Shabbos. Now, (coughs) I think the reason why we don't know how to utilize Shabbos because we don't understand Shabbos. As we mentioned, Shabbos is a secret. Let us pose some questions about Shabbos Kodesh. First of all, let us ask indirectly, what is Shabbos Kodesh? When we come to Pesach, I feel we can say, we know exactly what is Pesach. Pesach is Zman Chedusenu. It is the day we were enslaved in Mitzrayim. It is the day that we Emerge from a triumph, me avdus me We know exactly what Pesach is. It comes to Shavuos. We know exactly what Shavuos is. I won't say we know the depths of Shavuos and the greatness of Shavuos. On Shavuos we received the Torah. It's as simple as anything. Before Shavuos we had no mezuzah, we had no, we had no tefillin, we had no matzahs. On Shavuos, we receive the Torah. And Sukkot, it is the time of Dvekos. is basukot is haishavtis b'nei Yisrael. It is the time that there is an expression of love and of affection out of dveikus between HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Jewish people. Rosh Hashanah is Yom Haddin. Yom Kippur is the day of Tshuva, of Slicha. What exactly is Shabbos? What is Shabbos? A day of What? What happens on Shabbos? And what is the essence of Shabbos? And again, what is Shabbos? A day that we eat gefilte fish, we eat choned. Of course it's important to eat gefilte fish on Shabbos. But that's not a definition. What is Shabbos? What is the definition of Shabbos Kodesh? Secondly, what exactly is the avoider of Shabbos? We know every day has its specialty. Every, every Yom Tif has a specialty in its mitzvahs that expresses the essence of that day. On Pesach we eat matzah, Zecher of the matzahs that the Jewish people ate Mitzrayim. On Rosh Hashanah we have the shofer, which is Uru Yeshene Mishnaschem. And we know what to do on Rosh Hashanah. The day of Yerushalayim, to realize that Hashem is Barach, is the creator of the world and the Manig of the world. What exactly is to be done on Shabbos? What's the mitzvah? What is the mitzvah of Shabbos? To learn Torah, well, it's important to learn Torah on Shabbos. Chazal tell us, "Lanitu Shabboses elasik But is that as specialty of Shabbos to learn Torah on Shabbos? Oynik Shabbos. Is that does that express the avoda of Shabbos? What exactly is to be done to really extract the essence and the depth and the beauty of Shabbos Kodesh? And then we have other questions about Shabbos. There is (coughs) the severity of Shabbos. We know the Pera HaKadoshah has different levels of severity, of the severeness of different Avedis. When someone eats Chazir, he's not Chayav Mis, there's no death penalty for eating Khaz. Even though he's Matamtimus and Nefesh and his goof. If someone robs, there's no Chayav Mis. Whereas Shabbos Qaidish, the punishment of Chilu Shabbos is more severe than any mitzvah in the Torah. If someone kills Rahman al-Islam, the punishment, even though there is death penalty, is not as severe as Chilul Shabbos. And here again another mystery. Why really is Shabbos Kodesh so severe in its punishment? And for what? For the most delicate, for the smallest misdeed if someone burns a Sefer Tareh, he's not Chayiv Misa. Now we are told that Shabbos is Zecher lemaise Bereshis. Shabbos gives us memory of the creation of the world. Now I would expect, I would imagine, if someone burns a Sefer Torah, I think there's plenty of apicursus. There's an expression of kefirah. Maybe more than opening up a light switch on Shabbos. For burning a for terror is the key of Malchus. Whereas for Shabbos is the key Skil. And again, for the most delicate, delicate, smallest misdeed, you don't find in the terror such a, an example of the smallest, most delicate misdeed that there is the most severe punishment as you find in Shabbos Kodesh. And then we don't understand we are Shabbos is the my celebrations. Imagine if someone builds a beautiful building. He toiled and worked, let's say for six years. And afterwards he finished the building. And he goes and rests. If we want to give an expression of the building, that he is the one who built the building, would you give expression through his rest? I would think that on Shabbos, instead of giving an expression of the menucha, if we want to come, remember the Maise we should do Malachah, just like Hashem created, Hashem built. We should build and create to remind ourselves that Hashem is Baruch, is the one who created the world. What exactly is the expression of the menucha of the rest? Now, I'm not going to do justice to all these questions in this short lecture. The time is short. But I will try to discuss several points to give us an insight and maybe to to try to open up a little bit about the mystery of Shabbos Kodesh. Because when we know Shabbos and understand Shabbos, now really, of course, it's not important, essentially, for us to understand the answer on these questions. Shabbos Kodesh, we find, has a specialty that is a taste to Shabbos. The Gemara says, Rabbeinu HaKodesh invited Antoninus to a Shabbos Suda, and it was Shabbos the afternoon, and the delicacies were cold, and they should be less tasty, and everything was delicious. Whereas the next day, when he gave him fresh, hot, Tavshilin and the king complained yesterday it was more delicious and Rebbe says we have a tavern, we have a spice which is called Shabbos and if you keep Shabbos then you can enjoy this spice so we find Chazal tell us that Shabbos has a taste now a taste is a secret if you enjoy a piece of delicious cake and you have a good friend that for some reason doesn't want, to, doesn't want to taste it. I'm afraid to taste it. There's no way in the world that you could explain it to him. There's no way you could explain how the taste of chocolate, the ch- taste of ice cream. Taste is something very deep in the nefesh of the person. Now we baruch Hashem sitting here, we tasted Shabbos more than once. Every week we taste Shabbos Kodesh. We love Shabbos. We're attached to Shabbos. We'll give our lives for Shabbos. If we don't exactly know how don't don't exactly know how to explain Shabbos, it doesn't matter. We are Baruch Hashem Shame Shabbos. I don't have to explain how delicious Shabbos is. uki On the other hand, it's good to be able to explain. It's good to be able to express because when you know something, and you appreciate something, you can put it into words, it gives you more insight. So again, all the questions that were posed really doesn't matter to us. But still, it's good if we could try to open up and explain a little about the secret of Shabbos to give us even more beauty and more depth of Shabbos Kodesh. Now let me start from the first question. What exactly is Shabbos Kodesh? What is Shabbos? The essence of Shabbos. And let me try to explain it in comparison to all other Moadim. In comparison to a Pesach, to a Shavuos, to a Sukkos. What is so special about Shabbos? And what is Shabbos? Now, as we had mentioned, every moyed, every special holy day, every Yom Tov, has his dimensions, has his expression, has his definition, what he is. As we mentioned, Pesach is man chayrusenu, Shavuos is man matan terresenu, Rosh Hashanah is the day of Yom Hazikorin, Yom Hadin, Shabbos Kodesh in its essence and its absolute definition. Shabbos Kodesh is the day of HaKodesh Baruch Hu, The day of Hashem. The name Shabbos. The name Shabbos. What does the name Shabbos say? Shovas. What does it mean Shovas? Shovas means, as Chazal tell us, When Hashem came to give the Torah and the world is an exciting world, at that moment, the birds didn't chirp, they were silent. There was an absolute silence in the world. And at that moment, On Mo'echi Hashem Kechel. Now, really, it works in both ways. I'll bring you a marshal. Imagine, there is a great, wonderful king. And one of us has to go, and be mekabel Pnei HaMelech. As we know, in the Hechel of the king, there are, there isn't only the king, There are all kinds of servants around the king. There's music playing. There are wise people. There's a Sanhedrin. There's people talking chokhmah. Imagine you're going to Makalopne HaMelech. You walk into the Hechel. And the king is up in front with his throne. The moment you walk in. You notice on the side. this beautiful music being played. And you stop. To enjoy the beautiful symphony. You pull yourself away for the symphony. And all of a sudden you're enthused. Let's say by someone, a wise man, saying beautiful, Diver a And you can be enthused until the end of your, of your appointment. By all the beauties around you. And you'll never see the beauty of the king. What does the king do? The king gives an announcement. Everyone be silent. At that moment, that everything is silent, then the king's presence and his honor and his glory fill the whole room. Now when Hashem came together the Torah, really the world, our world, is Really Hashem's beauty fills the whole world. A person comes into the world and he is, instead of seeing Hashem's greatness, he's enthused with all the beauties of the world, with enjoyments of, 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 of Gashmi's, Achila, Veshti'ah. There's a whole world. At that moment, when the world was absolute silent, came out the thundering voice of Ameichi Hashem al And that's what Shabbos is. Shabbos is a day of Shovas. A person comes to the world, and he has all his bodily needs. He has to work, he has to toil, he has to make his living. It's a day of Shovas. everything stops. And when everything stops and everything's silent, what remains? Hashem is baruch, and that's what Shabbos is. If Pesach is a day of Yitzchias Mitzrayim. If Shavuos is the day of Matan Torah. Shabbos Kodesh is a day of Hashem. It's a day when the Jewish people, and Baruch Hu, are misyachid, And it's a day of Ein Oid That's why, if we will give an equal definition of Beis HaMikdosh, what is Beis HaMikdosh? Just this week, we sat on the floor, and we said, We sat as Aveilim. We sat, Aveilis means that there is someone died. Where is, whom are we Aveilim? And the going from Vilna says, an exact definition, that the Khorban Beis Hamigdash was death to the Jewish people. Was Misa to Am Yisrael. And the Yitzir, we went out to the Eretz Amin, was like the burial. Now why exactly is the Beis a Misa? What is life and what is death? When a Khmer al-Islam somebody dies, nothing becomes, nothing disappears. A person is a body. He has a nefesh, a neshama. The definition of Misa is that there is a separation. The neshama goes up to heaven and the body is left without the neshama. The moment the body is left without the neshama, he is a mace. Rachman al The life of the Jewish people is Hashem. It's a Posik. The posik says, Through elokim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Libon Shel Yisrael. When Hashem was within us, was in the Beis Migdosh, our Neshama was with us. And just like the Neshama, enlights the goof, the difference between a body with a Neshama and without a Neshama is an endless difference. When Hashem left us, He left us Mason. Until today, we sit on the floor and we cry. Because there was a terrible separation for our Neshama and ourselves. And we are left lifeless. And here Chazal tell us, Tishibov shechol yoyz b'shabes. When Tishibov forth on Shabbos, Oichlim b'shor v'sho yisim yayin u'male al shulchomoi kisluodas shloymoi b'shaytoin. Now many of us think, that since it is usher to be no avelis lesh you cannot show mourning on shabbos so when shabbos comes we forget the tisha b'av. this is wrong it's not that on shabbos we forget tisha b'av it's not on shabbos we hide the tisha b'av. it's not that on shabbos we cover tisha b'av on shabbos there is no tisha b'av because what is tisha b'av tisha b'av is beis On Shabbos we have a beis hamigdosh. Shabbos kodesh is beis hamigdosh. Because what is beis hamigdosh? Beis hamigdosh is Hashem is barach, is here, His presence is within us. That's what Shabbos kodesh is. Shabbos kodesh is Shovas, all the mechitzes, all the all the walls that that keep us far from Hashem is everything is Shavas and on Shabbos Kodesh we have a Beis Hamikdash, and that's why you'll find on Shabbos Kodesh there are so many Halachis which are so parallel to Hilchus Beis Hamikdash. we know that in Beis Hamikdash there was a Menorah on Shabbos Kodesh we have Neirot Shabbos we know on Beis HaMikdosh, there was Big Day Kuhuna. In Shabbos Kodesh, we have a of Big Day Shabbos. And it's interesting that the Gemara learns the haloch of Big Day Shabbos. The Gemara says, mm-hmm. And the Masha says, it refers to Shabbos Kodesh, She nemar Masha says, it refers because on Shabbos Kodesh, you're actually a coin in the Beis Hamikdash. On Shabbos Kodesh, there was a Shulchan of Shabbos, the table of Shabbos, the Shabbos table. And on Sh- and in Beis Hamikdash there was a Shulchan. In the Beis Hamikdash there was, the, there was the, the Oichlim, there was the Kochim. On Shabbos Kodesh, we have the Su'udis of Shabbos. Because Shabbos Kodesh is Beis Hamikdash. There is a special halacha in the Saudis of Beis Hamikdash. The Gemara says that when someone in the Beis Hamikdash would receive a portion of Kodeshim, whether it was a coin or a Yisrael that received a portion of Karbonus, the Gemara says that this will never be able to be his property. In other words, if he wants to buy an Esrig, and we know that Esrig, the first day of Sukkot, has to be lochem, It has to be your property. You cannot buy an Esrig from Bosar Kodeshim. It will never be lochem. Mishulchan Govoya Kozuchu. Mishulchan Govoya Kozuchu means, that on Shabbos Kodesh, that in Beis HaMikdosh, we are guests on Hashem's table. It's like, for instance, if you would invite me to your home and it's a big machlekesh in the post, game. if you invite me to your home and you give me a portion and you say, please enjoy it whose property is this portion? If I take a little bag out of my pocket, take the portion put it into, and put it into the bag and put it into my pocket, it says, I can't eat and I want to go home. And you say, sorry, I didn't give it to you to, to take it home with you, I gave it to you to eat at my house. So I say, no, but you gave it to me, it's already mine. It's a machlekes in the When I eat in your home, am I actually eating yours or am eating my own? In the bais hamikdash, there's a halacha mishulchan gavoya kazok. In bais hamikdash, I cannot eat yours. I eat. I cannot eat mine. It is always Hashem's mishulchan gavoya kazach The same is true in Shabbos kodesh. And I'm not going to introduce that the Suda of Shabbos is not our property. But Sofkosov, who paid for the Suda of Shabbos? Chazal tell us, "Kol m'zaynoi shav Shal Adam The food that we eat on Shabbos kodesh, Hakadosh Baruch Hu paid for it. We are guests at Hashem's table, because that's what Shabbos kodesh is. Shabbos kodesh is a bais hamigdosh we are guests guest on Hashem's table. Because what is Shabbos Kodesh? Shabbos Kodesh, the essence of Shabbos Kodesh is the day of Hashem. The day that everything is Shabbos. On six days there is a world, there is a heaven, there is an earth. Everything stops. And everything turns into Hashem's house. But there's a world, there's a sky. It's a Besamikdash. Just like, imagine, if you walk, if you walk into a chasana. And the, the moment, let's say, you walk into a chasana, before the chasana walks in, you see waiters, you see food, you see, you see music. The chasana walks in, everything becomes bottled to the chasana. Everything is part of the chasana. He, he, he absorbs everything within him. On Shabbos Kodesh, everything is, is part of, of Hashem, Isbar's brought Shabbos Kodesh is the day of Hashem. That's all Shabbos Kodesh is. <coughs> now, <coughs> I would like to... Um, today, many of the audience sitting here heard of most of the ideas that I introduced today about Shabbos Kodesh. I would like to express, express something a little new that I never spoke about with Shabbos Kodesh. <coughs> There's something, um, a very, very deep point. I hope I be, able, I hope I'll be able to explain it, and I hope the will, will, will bear with me. There's a Pasik, very interesting Pasik, and really it's a contradiction in the Torah. And I'm not going to the depths of these ideas, but I'm just trying to introduce a, a point. The Pesach says, <laughs> HaShem says, don't, don't take a picture, don't express HaShem through a picture. Now, <clears throat> there's many ways and many depths to explain this, this Pesach. I'm going to explain it in a shallow way. I'm not going to express the depths, but I want to bring out a point. There's a famous expression in English, a camera doesn't lie. It's an expression in English. When someone says, ah, that was a bad shot of me. They say, sorry, that's you. A camera doesn't lie. I personally don't like that expression. There's no liar, there's no chakra like the camera. The greatest liar that was ever created was the camera. For many reasons. Well, one of the reasons is, imagine if you see someone, um, if I would take a shot, isn't that bothering? Imagine if I take a shot of a Talmud Chochim on Yom Kippur. I don't think you, ever, you people ever noticed what, what the, gosh, how, how a person's physical appearance looks on Yom Kippur on the you see, a, you see a Talmud Chochim, or you see a, a woman davening the, the last minutes of Yom Kippur. And you, so, if you take a shot, you say, wow, this guy is sick. You know, this guy has something wrong with him. I mean, there's no way that a camera could express the, 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 the expression and the beauty that, you know, that, that cannot be shown on the picture. But that's not what I'm trying to explain. There's another reason why a camera is a liar. Let me tell you why. A camera snaps a picture. Now we all know, scientifically, he opens up a lens for, uh, let's say, a hundredth or a thousandth of a second. And you have a picture. And here he is. Let's call him Reuven. That's the famous name of the Jewish people. Reuven. Here's Reuven. Now a camera will catch Reuven smiling. Will catch Reuven frowning. Might catch Reuven in a moment of excitement. Might catch Reuven in a moment of being bored. And I ask you, is that Reuven? Imagine a fellow who is melancholic, always sad, always angry. And you happen to catch him, let's say, you know, here heard a really, you know, very special joke. And you caught him, he was laughing. You got him that moment. The camera a liar. You caught him in a happy pose. Now, <coughs> Let me try to analyze what I'm trying to express. There's a difference between the face of a person and all other parts of the person. Every part of the person is unchanging. The face of a person has something very special about it that it's always changing. If I would ask you, what does this gentleman look like? There is no way for you to express what a person actually looks like because he changes from moment to moment. Now this is called ponim, the face. The face is something which is constantly changing. The Torah says, Lo Listen to this passage. Elohim al ponai. Now what are the differences between Hashem and all of the All of our desires are called Elohim Acherim. Acher is an expression of the back. Alponai means Hashem has a face. What this means is Hashem says I, Kaviocha Kodesh Baruchu has a face. What does it mean Hashem has a face? There's a middle called ponim. It means as follows. Imagine, a father comes home and he sees it has a little yingle, bo- little, little, little yankele running around, a little baby two years old, and unbelievable. He opened up his most precious drawer where he keeps all his important papers and turned it over, and he even scribbled on some things, and Tati gets so angry, you should see his face. He's just, he's just burning mad. Little yankele sees Tati's angry. So he get so he doesn't know what to do. He takes Tati's hat, big black hat, and puts it over his face. At that moment, Tati just bursts out laughing. In other words, a face you just in a moment it changes. A face is not something stable. If you look at someone's someone's back, it'll always be the same. Now. Avoid the Zorah Everything in the world, besides the human, the human being, which also had Selam Malakim has exact capacities. For instance, let me let me tell you what I mean. Let's say you have a car. You bought yourself a car, and the the, the dealer says, "This car is a genius. This car is a genius." He will go and he will jump, he will even go up steps. Imagine a a genius car. Well, if this car is a genius, so as you're going to the car, let's say you're driving, and you get bored, and you say to the car, Rebford, maybe sing me a song. He won't surprise you, he can be a genius, but he is what he is. He will never expand past his capacities. Life, someone living. He'll he'll always surprise you, He'll always expand beyond His capacities. Hashem is Barach. If someone will say, you know, uh, let's say, I know Hashem. If I do, if I act like this, if we act like this, I know what Hashem will do tomorrow. Let me bring you a marshal. bring you uh, an example. I'll bring you two examples, two beautiful examples. many of you sitting here know this Chazal in a different face but I'm going to put into what I'm trying to explain now. There was a king in, of Judah Menashe Melech Yehuda. He was historically the most wicked person that ever lived. His father was Chizkiyot Melech Yehuda one of the most righteous persons that ever lived. Sheker <speaking in> Hevel <Hebrew> Isha This is this is Chizkio, Melech Yehuda. Chizkiyo was a king and made law order in the country, and all of the Jewish people will learn it. He had a son who was Menashe, who did exact opposite. Whoever learned Torah, he killed him. The Pesach says, "Mile is Yerushalayim pale pale dam." He filled all Yerushalayim with blood. So the Gemara says, How, who was the giant that he killed? He killed his grandfather's mother's father, Yishayahu Hanovi. Whoever learned Torah, he killed. And he was the one who was really reliable. He's the one who was accused for khurban Beis Hamikdash, As the Rashi says in Shirah In the end, the Melech Bavel captured him and put him to death, tried, started putting him to death. A put him into a pot. The person says, وَيَاسْرَيُوا And started cooking him alive. What does a person do that is in a pot? <coughs> Listen to this wickedness. <coughs> he called every zarah, all the idols, and he said, Come help me. plum. پلم. Avedizara boy Come help me. No one answered him. And at the end he said, زَخْرَيْنِي I remember that my father taught me. But sa'alacha, when you're in trouble, do tshuva. And he says, I picked up his eyes to Hashem. And he says, I am doing tshuva. If you receive my tshuva and you will save me miraculously because he's in the path, you need a miracle. Then I know that you are Hashem. And if not, these are the words of the Medrash. Call Ampin Shovin. All the faces are the same. In other words, you're just like them. I called all the idols. They didn't answer me. I called you. You didn't answer me. All the faces are the same. And the Gemara says, Balachi the angels were closing the Shirei Shamayim, were closing the gates of heaven. And they said, this wicked person, Shehemet Salem the the one that put a Salem in your base on Migdish and the Hegel, will you receive his tshuva. <laughs> and a Hu made a special tunnel for the Kisri hakoved. and made a miracle, and a wind came and turned, him, turned over the path and miraculously came back to Yishalayim and he became a Baltu. This is the Gemara. Now, first of all, what was Manash's time? Why should Hashem save you? And if Hashem doesn't save you, so why is Hashem like Elvay Dezarah? They, that you worshipped them all your life, that you did their will, you killed the tzaddikim. I would think that when you're in a path, they should come save you. But Hashem, all your life you went against Him. Why should He save you? And then, what does it mean called anpin shoven? What is this expression? Every face is the same. The answer is as follows. Menashe told Hashem as follows. He says, If you don't save me, if you don't receive my children, it's because my wickedness just went too far, too far. Too far gone. My wickedness was too far gone. That means that there is a measure to your kindness. That means that your kindness is not endless, it's not incisive. So then it's not Hashem. Then it's not Hashem. If I know you Hashem, your, kindly, your kindness is without an end. But again, but what is the expression called Anpin Shovin? Menasheh told Hashem as follows. The exact Mosh said as I said, He said Hashem, if I cry to you, and you are ever kind to Hashem and I can't break a smile out of you I can't break you That it's not a face it's a stone it's not a face imagine if you, crack, you caught someone from the back and you cried to him he'll never crack a smile from the back because that's all he is is a back if you go to an Avoy zarah, and Manasha said Avoy zarah, come help me you know why Rabbi Azar didn't help him? Because he couldn't. Because it was without, cause that wasn't his capacity. A face expresses insight, expresses endlessness, eternity. That's what a face expresses. A face expresses depth. A person's feeling is shown through his face. A person's understanding is shown through his face. Manasseh said, Hashem, you have a face. They are called Elohim Achherim. They are Achoraim. They have no face. But you have a face. A face means if I ask you again and again, I'll break you. I'll break a smile out of you. Because that's what a face is. A face has nothing. There is nothing. There is not, nothing which is committed in the middle called a face. I want to bring you one more marshal. What it means, ponim. When you see someone stern, you see someone angry, Hashem Yisbarach. I will bring a Marshall which really it's hard for me to express because I wasn't there. Fifty years ago, I think all of you know better than I do. Hashem was angry at the Jewish people. The Jewish blood was spilling like water. And there was a terrible cause. There was, a, there was a din in the world. Now, I'm going to just, just point out a little point. There was a Miri Yeshiva, which I wasn't there. I heard from my Rabbi, G'dayli Yisrael. There was a Miri Yeshiva that was miraculously saved. And they went from Miri Yeshiva to Vilna. And from Vilna, they got tourist visas to go down. And they reached Japan and Shanghai. I wasn't there, but I heard this from my rabbi. One of my rabbis told me a little, a little, a little of the his, little of the history. When they went from Vilna, they had tourist visas, and they were considered as tourists. I heard from the breshaber who happened to be there; he wasn't talmud of Mir Shiva. They reached Moscow. They were tourists. They brought them to the most beautiful hotel in Moscow. They were giving them food in the hotel. It was hot. What, what did Yeshiva Bakram eat? They brought them oranges. Most of the Barucham never saw an orange in their life. They brought them sardines. They brought them bread. The next day, they took tourist bus- buses, they took them to the zoo. Rabbi Shabbat told me, he says, I didn't go, I was afraid. But the bruchan went, some bruchan went. They went to the streets of Moscow in tourist buses. They saw a line of 500 people waiting for a piece of bread. Now look at a picture. The world is up in flames. In Poland, we know what was happening. The Jewish blood was being spilled. In Moscow, in Russia, you have to wait a line a day and a half for a piece of bread. And within this gehennom, within this gehennom, you have 350 yeshiva bachrim sitting in the most expensive hotel in Moscow, eating oranges and going to the zoo. That's called, I, I don't know how to express it, a face. In other words, you can never freeze. Hashem Kavayochel is emes. You never know, you know, Hashem acts like this, we'll do like this, we'll do like this. I know Hashem. Hashem is angry at me. This is stupidity, this is curses. The moment you cry to Hashem, Kaviyocho, you break His face, you break His smile. Within in the, in the most serious moment, that the world is up in flames. The world can be up in flames. Hashem within everything, can give beauty and love, can give a kiss, can give a smile, you could be in Ganeid within a Gehenna. Now I want to tell you Shabbos Kodesh and Beis Mikdash is called by the early Mekubalim when they try to express what is Shabbos Kodesh they say as follows, when you have two friends Sometimes, like the cruvim of the orange there's